Well, hey, everybody, welcome to In the Growth Space. Um, so excited to have you with us today. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll notice that it's a little bit different. We are in studio today, and I'm here with my good friend Andy Hall from across the pond, as they say. It's Andy, great to be here. Yeah, Thanks welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, I'm loving Pittsburgh, and it's great to see your city again. I think it's my third time. So, And, and I think it's the first time in the summer, right? It is. Yeah. Yes, you have greenery now. <laughs> I was just going to say, a little different setup. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So we are here in studio, and... Um, a couple of things I just wanted to share with uh, the audience here today with you. And and first and foremost, um, I want to say, you know, one of the things that Andy and I really truly believe in is the power of the mastermind and the power of being able to have like-minded people come together. And so we've just spent like three days um, masterminding around some business objectives, some some. Um, business products that we're getting ready to, yeah. to to launch and we thought wow wouldn't it be just fantastic to be able to get in studio and actually record an episode of the podcast and so that's what we're doing here today one of the things that um we thought we would do is just chat a little bit about my recent sabbatical it's it's kind of countercultural, and you know taking 30 days off it's it's pretty unusual in today's day and age especially here in the U.S. I know it may be a little bit different in the U.K., but uh, I, I know <laughs> I know that, you know, here in the U.S., it's like you take time off. The the, the prevailing thought is, what are you, a slacker or something? <laughs> you know? uh, but I yeah. so let me ask you this first and yeah. then we'll turn the tables and I'll let you just ask yeah, yeah, me yeah. some questions. But, you know, what is, in the U.K., mm. you know. What is the prevailing mindset? Because you do, you, you know, you guys, you know, as, as I as I know it, as you and I have talked, um, you know, typically August is a time when people take some time off. They, they yeah. take a week, maybe a couple of weeks. I know, uh, like in Portugal, they typically yeah. will shut down for the month Which of is August. Very different. The European yeah. the European culture is very different to, I would say, the British culture in that space. Yeah, um, yeah. You can go to many European countries like Italy, or as you've been in Portugal or Spain. Yeah. And and certainly August, they'll 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 clear out. Shut down, which sometimes yeah. it's a good time to go to a, a cool Italian city because it's quieter because all the residents have gone out to the beach. Yeah. Um, yeah. From a UK perspective, well, I mean, we're always escaping our awful weather, as you know. <laughs> yeah, um, but the, it's the cultural thing that I noticed in 20 years ago, you know, I, um, I lived and worked here for a couple of years down in Atlanta in Georgia. Yeah. Um, and that was the first time that I learned that that vacation time was 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 very privileged in terms yeah. of you didn't get American culture, certainly corporate culture two to three weeks off yeah i became very unpopular quite quickly when i brought my five weeks vacation from the uk from the uk to the yeah. us sure, sure um so i think we do have this this regular sort of vacation culture mm. um and taking some time off but not 30 days right not 30 right. days when you said 30 days just a moment ago it just landed and it thought oh, that's a long time yeah so yeah, i don't think any sure. i don't think you would see a tradition of certainly in the corporate workspace yeah 30 days off yeah and let's be honest, as solopreneurs and entrepreneurs now, you, I know you're challenging me to think about it, and yeah, it's an uncomfortable sure. thought for yeah, sure. Yeah, for in sure. In terms of, you know, can I take 30 days off? Now I know I can. Yeah. <laughs> but can I get comfortable? Will you? Yeah. Can I get comfortable with the thought of doing that? Well, and you know what's 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 so interesting is 
that as as I thought about this last year, I, I, I had the idea because I had seen some other entrepreneurs talking about it online, right. talking about taking some time off and not just taking time off, but taking 30 days off. And I thought to myself, wow, wouldn't that be amazing? And I, I, I said something to you in one of our conversations. Dangerous, right? Yeah, really dangerous. <laughs> exactly. And so do you remember what you said back to me when I told, told you I, I was thinking about it and I wanted to, I wanted to do it? Yeah, I think I think I remember before getting curious about why it was that you wanted to do it. It's like, you know, so when are you going to do it? Right. Right. Um, yeah, which is which has become a bit of a theme of our relationship, right? <laughs> exactly. What, of, what are you going to do? I've got an that? idea. So yeah. okay, when are you going to go and execute it? Yeah, um, exactly. And yeah. I think the, the thing that I remember is like you, the the question was, well, put it in your date book, right. put it in your calendar. Okay, right. And um, so I I did, I I did very soon after we talked about it, and yet. I, you know, as we got closer to the date, I think it was about this time of year, you know, the yeah. August, September timeframe yeah. when I told you about yeah, it. Right. And so I put it in the calendar for, you know, 2023, this was back in 2022. Right. And the closer I got, so we got past, you know, Christmas and the holidays and into January. And I started thinking that's on my calendar in July. Mm -hmm. Am I going to really do this? I, I, I honestly, to be perfectly frank, I, I kind of, started to chicken out. I was kind of like, eh, maybe I won't take 30 days. But then I, I think it was in our mastermind group. It just came out and I said something like, I've got a sabbatical planned. And I'm like, crap, I told somebody about it now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> now yeah, I got to do sure. it. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things like for me, honoring my commitments, even if those commitments are to myself, it's really important. It's, yeah. it's really probably maybe, maybe even to my detriment, but I love honoring my commitments. Mm. And um, if I put something in my calendar, yeah, you know, nine and a half times out of 10, it's I'm, I'm there. And, yeah. you know, unless I'm sick, dying, something, you know, somebody else around me died. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it and I'm going to be there. And so that challenge to me was, um, I think, really, you know, instrumental in actually executing, you know, the sabbatical. Well, I think we've grown to love the, the line that if you're serious about something, <laughs> and I think this is a great point for anybody, you know, if you're, yeah, if you're serious sure. about anything, yeah. you, you know, in terms of how do you demonstrate your commitment, mm -hmm. you normally demonstrate it in one or two ways. You yep. demonstrate it in an old fashioned way, as we say in your checkbook. Yeah. You might want to call it your credit card now, I guess. Yeah, right. Um, so you're, you, you've got a financial investment in something that normally creates a commitment. Yeah. Or it's in your date book, as we talk about. It's in your calendar. Right. And I think you and I have become very disciplined around, you know, if it's in the calendar, it's going to happen. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. If, I, if I was to take you back. Yeah. That seed of thought. Where did the seed of thought come from originally in terms of, you know, the word sabbatical and the idea? Where did, where did, it, where did it generate itself from? Yeah. So interestingly, I was listening to another podcast. Right. And um, I was listening to Michael Hyatt's podcast. So if, if, if those of you who are watching or listening, um, and if you know Michael Hyatt, you know that he is very famous for taking 30 days off and taking a sabbatical. Right. And that's where I got the idea. And I thought to myself, oh my goodness, you know, how could I ever do that? You know, I got caught up in the how for a long time. Right. You know, and um, I, I, so that was the first 
that's the first place that it started to come into my awareness is listening to Michael Hyatt's uh, podcast and, and, and him talking about it and sharing how the value of getting away, mm-hmm. getting disconnected and being able to just kind of clear your mind mm-hmm. for space to be able to, to think and to dream and to vision for the future. How comfortable was it as a decision once you once you started to think into it? I know you yeah. mentioned mastermind group and being held accountable, but yeah. how, how comfortable was the decision once you made it? Well, I think the decision was comfortable, but leading up to it was really uncomfortable because I I had to think about, okay, what are all of the aspects of my business right. that I needed to make sure you know, just wouldn't get lost, yeah, you know, right. and, you know, thankfully to you and also to Kimberly who yeah. took over my coaching clients and, and the inner circle groups that we, that we run. Um, that was a key component yeah. in making at least some of my anxiety reduced a little bit. Yeah. And, um, the, the, I think the, the, the hardest part was, you know, not, not checking email, not checking social media, Although I did, I, I will say, you know, in, in full transparency, I, I didn't like disappear from social media. I did check social media and just kind of scrolled more of as a consumer as opposed to than a creator because mm. um, I didn't post anything during the month. Um, so that habit was a little bit, you know, tougher to, to, one, to break. One of the things that stood out for me that you did that was incredibly disciplined. And again, as, as you did it, I'm thinking, can I do this? <laughs> Um, and I'm still thinking like that now with your challenge to me that sure. I, I should consider it was was the out of office email yeah yeah and the out of office email that when I think I shared something that I felt was important to you that you needed to know yeah while you were away and the out, and the out of office email said hey explained the, the reason why you weren't going to read it mm-hmm. but the other thing that I found really interesting was I am never going to read this that's right. Yeah, exactly. I'm never going to read this. It's going to so be actually, archived. Yeah. 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 So if this is really important to you, Mr. Email or Mrs. Email sender, yeah, you need to read. You need to send another email to me on the first of August. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I will <laughs> tell you, shout out to Michael Hyatt because that template came from Michael okay. Hyatt. Right. Michael Hyatt. Um, and, and I loved it because it, it it did two things. Number one, it let the person know that. I wasn't going to read it. And I, I set up a rule where it just went into an archive automatically and within Google. Right. And, um, that, so I I wanted to make sure that people knew that I wasn't going to read it and that, that if it was important, then just email it after the, you know, the first. Yeah. And what was interesting is I didn't get too many emails after the first (laughs) (laughs) that were kind of a repeat, you know? Right. So anyway, but yeah, that's, that's how that, that's how that came about. I've not asked you, have, have, have you gone back and looked at any of those? Nope. No, no, I have not. It's incredibly disciplined. No, I haven't. Yeah. I figure, and and here it was a new, that was a new learning as well. You know, it was more, I think about me taking control of the inputs in my life Mm. and not worrying about like, if it wasn't, if, I, I, I tried to think of myself almost like, and, and this is no way a comparison, but like, what would Warren Buffett do? I mean, Warren right. Buffett probably doesn't even, ha- he probably doesn't even see email. Right. He probably has assistance to do that. Right. Um, and, and I thought to myself, well, 
what would he do? Well, he a he probably doesn't um, have email, or if he does, assistants take care of it. Um, if it's really important to me, uh, if it's really important, um, they will email me back. Sure. You know, yeah. And 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 one of the ones that did email me back was a business opportunity, which was really interesting. So and and in the original email, because they 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 took the original email, yeah, sent it back. You know, kind of like re- yeah. replied or whatever. Yeah. And, um, I could see that there was a deadline in that email that was during the month of July. Right. Well, this was in August when they re-emailed to see if my availability right. was, you know, if, if I was available, yeah. if the calendar right. permitted for this project. So interestingly enough, you know, even though that deadline, you know, came and went yeah. and I might have missed, missed the, the opportunity. opportunity. Yeah. I really didn't. didn't. Right. Yeah, I really didn't. Right. So anyway, but yeah, so that's that's how that came about with the the, the email uh, template. And so how how was the if you think about the journey of yeah. the sabbatical and first of July? Yeah. Um, how how were the first few days um, of July and yeah? How were you feeling? What were you experiencing? What did you do? Interesting, because July first was on a Saturday. It felt like any other weekend, okay. you know, right. so to speak. And um, and what was really cool is on July 1st, um, my wife and I uh, were able to go to a wedding of a daughter of one of my clients. And um, it was beautiful. It was really, really cool. So it kind of like set the the tone of, of the yeah. sabbatical. And it was kind of like, wow, this is really kind of cool. Um, we hadn't been to a wedding in a long time. Beautiful church here in Pittsburgh. Um, and, um, so the first couple of days felt like just any other weekend. Yeah. Right. Yet, as I got into the first week, um, I, I found myself like, you know, nothing, nowhere to go, nothing to do. I think there's a, I think there's a country song that says something like that. Um, and, um, it, but it, so the, the first week felt more like just like a vacation, yeah, regular right. vacation. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so so that as we got started, it wasn't. It was just kind of like a regular vacation. Uh, and that poses an interesting question in terms of the, uh, that's just come to me in terms of how much planning did you put into the sabbatical? <laughs> so you you clearly planned to you know ensure your clients were were looked after yeah um, while you're away. So you did planning mm-hmm. of looking after your business, but yep. did you plan the sabbatical out in any way? Yeah, I did. I did. Um, and that's a, for me that, that was as, as I reflect back on it, that's probably one of my bigger learnings and I'll, I'll get to that here in a second. But prior to, um, the sabbatical, I had made an Evernote document that I started asking myself questions. Like these are the major questions that I kind of wanted to answer. Like what's the vision of the business for the next 10 years? What's, um, you know, what do I want to get from the, from the sabbatical? I was kind of asking myself that. And so I I had a list of questions that I was going to journal on. And, um, I had in, in true high achiever form, I had all of these, um, you know, objectives, you know, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to make sure I had, I did this. I want to make sure I, you know, you know, had this and, 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 and got a clear vision of my, you know, my future for the business, for my life, the next season of life. Um, and as I think back when I do it again next year, 
I won't have all of those objectives. I may have one or two, but I had a whole list of them. And so I, what's the reason you'll do it different? Yeah. Here's the thing. One of the things that I realized is that even in my time off, I was still doing a lot. Right. And, and I was, I was, I had an objective as opposed to just being and just being able to be in the moment, be, um, where my feet were. Um, you know, some of the, some of the best times that I had on my sabbatical were just like staring out the window, drinking a cup of coffee, um, sitting on my back deck and just kind of like staring up into the woods and, and really just letting my mind, you know, wander. And I, I, I wished I would have done more of that. And so, okay. yeah, so, so, so yeah. to answer your original question, yeah, I did. I planned my sabbatical and, right. and I, you know, one of the objectives I had was to re- remodel my office. Right. And so, um, so those of you who typically watch on YouTube, um, and by the way, if you're not watching on YouTube, I encourage you to go to YouTube and, and, and check us out, uh, on, on that platform, because we're going to be doing a little bit more, um, on, whoops, on the, uh, on that platform. Um, but I, I, the, one of the objectives was to redo my office. Right. And so I did that. And, um, so yeah, so we've got, you know, got that repainted, uh, new bookshelf, took some, you know, furniture out, re redid it, you know, re repainted the, uh, right. uh, the, 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 the whiteboard. So yeah, all of that. So what else did you, what else did you do yeah. um, in, in the month of July that when, when you reflect back and look on, what did you do and yeah. what was, what was some, some of the highlights? Yeah, some of the highlights I think for me were just time spent. Well, there there are three things that kind of t- come top of mind. Okay. Um, first and foremost, journaling. You know, I, I took a lot of time to journal. Um, m- my morning routine was just kind of an extended morning routine, so I was able to take you know extra time. And while journal journaling is part of my morning ritual and my morning routine, um, I was able to just take you know an hour, hour and a half, and 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 write. Um, got a, a, a my current journal is nearly full and um it normally wouldn't be full by this time right. and um so so journaling was a really big part of it can i ask a yeah. sidebar question yeah, that, sure. David? I don't know, have, have you with your audience um here on youtube um, yeah. in the growth space have you spoken about journaling before and so when people hear the yeah. term journaling yeah i'm sure many of your audience will go yeah okay i understand it but if right. someone's tuned in for the first time and said <clears> no, what are you talking about journaling? Yeah, I love that. Uh, I don't know that I actually have, <laughs> right. to be honest. Yeah. So so journaling, essentially how I do it, and there's a million different ways to do it, but what I typically will do in the morning is open my journal and I just, whatever whatever thoughts are coming to me at the moment, I just start writing. It's a little bit like um, I think it's called morning pages. There's a yeah, there's a right. you know practice called morning pages where yes. you just you know r- you know right. write stream of consciousness. Yes, that's kind of how I do it. Right, and I get to a point though when I feel like I'm complete. Yeah, and then what I do though is every every day that I journal, uh, which is nearly every day, um, I I capture at least three things that I'm grateful for. I, I capture my gratitude. Right. And even if it's simply for the wonderful smell of this coffee this yeah. morning, you know, right. um, or my senses to be able to sense and see a, a, a beautiful sunrise, right. whatever it is, I, I, I capture those, those, right. those gratitudes. 
And for me, that just kind of sets a state and it sets a state of mind. Right. And it also releases kind of the, the, the thoughts that are captured in my head. Right. Just allows them to kind of get out on the paper. So any thought. Yeah, any, any thought. thought. So it's yeah. like, you know, you know, must go to the store to, or yeah. must fill up, you know, the car with gas. Yeah, yeah I got to remember to do this. Right. Yeah, today. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, too, when I'm journaling, I will process a, a challenge, a problem um, that I'm having. Um, I, I might, you know, just write about what I'm thinking about it, um, where I feel like I'm, um, I've got some opportunities, where I have, um, you know, where I'm stuck. And, right. and sometimes in writing that there's a thought that pops into my mind. Right. And then, um, that thought can then be the springboard for something else, you know, much like the story of turning point when I had that thought right. and I yep. messaged you and, yep. and, and that's how turning point came around right. where, yeah. So right. I, you know, I was journaling, right. you know, when I, when I did that. So, so you, you did, yeah. did more journaling. Yeah, I did. So that was journey. one of your, your perhaps your business routines. Yeah, that you would do in a typical business day for you, but Correct. you carried on that discipline. Yeah, um, yeah, while you were away. Yeah, and I think that that to me, my morning routine and my morning ritual, I'm incredibly disciplined with that. Mm. I, I really, I think if I look at my life, that's one thing that I know it, it it's kind of like gives me some stability. Right. Even when I'm on vacation, even when I was on the sabbatical, right. um, I, I, I had a specific routine that I went through and that just helped kind of set my mind and set my day. So yeah, I, I continued those practices. Right. Anything significant came out of that, of that journaling that, that you could, that you could share publicly that? Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, some of this, I mean, being able to, okay, to, right. to record in a, in a podcast studio as right. opposed to over zoom or, right. you know, remotely, yeah. um, that was one idea that came to me while I was, you right. know, while I was in, in, uh, in, in, in journaling and in my sabbatical. Right. Um, I would say the other thing too, is I, I spent one morning, um, just specifically thinking about the vision for, my life and for the next phase of business and what that might look like. And so one of the things that came out of that is that I really, I get lit up, um, helping emerging leaders. And I, and, and, and in that vision, um, and, and the journaling process, I really realized that I loved helping emerging leaders because I was one. You know, yeah. I was one. It's been a long time, yeah. but I also had uh, a dad and a business partner. He, he was my business partner who, who helped me. Um, but he didn't really have a process to help me grow. Right. I saw him and I, I was with him. And so I could, I could visually see what he would, would do, yeah. but I didn't have anybody say, you know, Hey, here's how you think about this problem. Here's how you um, surround yourself with, with people that can help you to think differently, think better, think beyond yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, so that came from the journaling, right. you know, that vision of expanding the emerging leader inner circles and all of our inner circles, you know, to be frank. Yeah. And that, that came from that journaling, right. that journaling time. So cool. Yeah, I mean, there's a it's it's amazing when you let your mind go and you let your allow your mind to imagine 
imagine the future. Um, it's it's amazing what can happen. And I, you've just triggered a, a, a memory of one of the reasons I think you wanted to move into the sabbatical space was you talked about, you used this, this line, I think, of where you're currently at in life. Yeah. Um, and a significant birthday around the corner. Exactly. What's your, you wanted to use this for yeah. thinking into the next chapter of your life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that, I think that was one of the one of the main what's, if you like, of wanting to do the sabbatical. Yeah, so it definitely we, was. And, you know, yeah, so this fall, um, you know, our birthdays are a day apart, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Um, I, I, yeah, I have a significant birthday. I turned 60 um, in, in October. And um, it's, it's amazing how those significant milestones create an opportunity mm. at least in my mind yeah. to almost reset and become very intentional in my mind i'm thinking you know at at 60 years old look i i, I don't know how much time i have left but whatever time i have left i want to be really careful to use it well right and i want to be able to use my gifts and my talents and what i feel like is my purpose here on on earth right to do, you mm. know, I'm, I'm a man of faith as we've talked about. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I, I spend a lot of time praying during my sabbatical and, and really sensing what God wanted me to do right. and where he wanted me to invest my time. You and I talked just this week about, you know, saying yes to certain things and saying <laughs> no not. to certain things. And, um, and, and that's not easy. You know, mm. I mean that, that business opportunity that came, yeah. I said no to that. Yeah. And yet they came back and I, I, there's a piece of it that I'm going to say yes to because I had some availability, isn't but that interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But isn't it interesting yeah. how, when you, when you set something, then it's like, okay, here's, yeah. here's the test, you know, yeah. 101, let's, yeah, yeah, let, let's yeah. go try this out. Let's, yeah. let's see if David's really serious, right. you know, uh, give up a significant piece of a piece yeah. of work. Yeah. <laughs> one, one of the other things that, and you and I have been blessed to know each other now for about I think it's seven seven or I think it's seven years or eight. But, yeah. Um, I know what a, a family person you are, a family man that you are. Yeah. And one of the things that again stood out for me, having known a little bit of the journey of your sabbatical, was somewhere you went with someone significant in your life. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I think there's a story behind that because you've done that with other significant people in your life. I yeah. think. Yeah. Tell, tell us a little bit about um, where you went and who you went with and yeah. and. And what that experience was like, because I know, I mean, I know That's from so cool. catching up with you this week, it was pretty cool and pretty significant what yeah, you did and yeah, seeing the photographs really on the phone. And Yeah, yeah, gosh, you really was. Thank you for asking about that. Um, yeah, so I went to Colorado with uh, my youngest son and um, I had had a, a, a practice of taking my my children on a trip. Um, it, it started with my oldest, uh, Megan. And, um, I took her on a business trip with me actually. Right. And, um, it was out to Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I had this thought, well, you know what, as they're growing up and I think she was about 16 years mm -hmm. old. And, and I thought, you know, there's an important skill I think that kids need to have. And that is navigating an airport. So what I did then is I had the intention and, and I, I did this with Megan and I, I would navigate the airport when we were flying out to, to New Mexico, I would talk through what I was doing. Okay, honey, now I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the board. I'm checking in. I'm making sure that our gate is still the gate that they said it was. We're going to go to the gate, you know, just kind of talking yeah, through the right. process. 
And then on the way back, I, I told her this ahead of time. I said, on the way back, you're going to tell me how to do it. <laughs> right. And, you know, we walked into the, the sun port in, in uh, New Mexico. That's what they call their airport. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and I basically said, sweetheart, where do we go? Right. And so she had to navigate the airport. And from then, I took each one of my kids on a, a, on a trip. Right. And um, so this trip, I hadn't take, I well, the, I had not taken Aiden, my youngest, right. um, on, a, on a trip. And so he mentioned something a few months ago about wanting to, you know, go out and, and do something that was kind of adventurous. And so like his dad, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I started thinking about that and I, we were talking one night at dinner and I said, Hey, what if we went to Colorado, you know? And I was talking about the Via Ferrata that we had done, uh, that I had done with my other son, my oldest son. Mm -hmm. And he said, Oh yeah, that sounds really cool. So, well, let's plan it. And so we planned it and uh, put it together. So he and I went out to um, Colorado. Um, and a, a Via Ferrata, for those of you who may not know what a Via Ferrata is, make sure that you go out and Google it. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's a traverse across, a, typically across like a, a, a mountain cliff face. Right. And it's just an iron handholds and footholds. And you are clipped in uh, because there's a cable that, typically will go along along the wall as well so there is some safety but you know you're pretty high up and pretty exposed um, so and I showed you those pictures and I think I don't remember your exact remember, words but I remember seeing the original pictures of your trip yes, with your oldest son. with the oldest yeah 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 that was a little bit more exposed than the one we did just this right. last okay. month but right. but it was still fun we, right. we so we did the via ferrata we did some some zip lining um did some rappelling and did a heck of a lot of hiking and right. so much fun so many memories made and and um it's you know did the same thing navigating the airport and um, right. being able to have him navigate it back um was really just a beneficial beneficial time not only just from a practical standpoint but man just from a family bonding yeah, you know right. perspective yeah. each one of those trips you know i have specific memories from right. each of the kids and so fun what so was fun. what was the specific memory of uh, of this trip because i mean again i've seen lots of yeah. photographs and yeah one, any, one of them stood out for you man you know i think i will tell you i think the one the one that st sticks out other than the pizza so <laughs> shout out to bojo's in idaho springs colorado oh my gosh awesome pizzas so if you ever get to if you ever get to idaho springs uh get to colorado go to idaho springs bojo's uh, pizza is just to die for aiden and i loved it oh my gosh did i ever show you that picture no you didn't show uh, me that i'll one. show you no. that picture when we're done no you showed me the sort of those types of oh yeah, 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 and, yeah, talk, yeah. And, and swimming in glaciers and yes stuff like yes that. Yeah. well and that probably is uh, the showed thing me the healthy side <laughs> yeah that yeah <laughs> show you the healthy side and not the, the the tough side yeah but i i would say that the thing that does stick out to me is the the hike that we took to the glacier right um it wasn't a long hike but uh, we had to get, some, you know, there was some significant altitude change. And um, what was really cool is we got to, first of all, see this beautiful glacial lake. And then we actually got to see, you know, see, you know, there's this glacier and there's still snow in this <laughs> mountain kind of valley. And we got to go out and, you know, stand on it. And we took some pictures of that. that. Right. But what was interesting is, you know, and. It's kind of it's kind of interesting, and I, as I reflect back, I don't think I've thought about this until just now. But um, you know, Aiden had a a watch that had an altimeter on it, 
And that altimeter, you know, basically told us, you know, how high we were. And I think we were at like 10,998. Right. And I remember saying, oh, man, come on. We've got two more feet in this, don't we? Right. And, and so, you know, we so we scrambled up, you know, some some rocks and we got, you know, I think we got to 11,017 or something right. crazy. But it's kind of like. I thought about that and I thought, wow, you know, it's, there's something in me that has this achiever and I always want to kind of make sure that I hit certain, certain marks. Right. I don't know what that is, yeah. but yeah, it was yeah, kind yeah. of interesting. A life and, lesson there, right? Yeah. 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 And, and of course, you know, as I said that Aiden looked at me and smiled and he's like, yeah, we got that. So, you know, <laughs> it, so it was kind of cool. But, but that, I think that moment you asked me about like, what was the moment, one of the moments that stood out. And I think for me, that was one that stood out. Because we got a chance to sit on a rock at 11,000 feet, look out over this glacier, just view this beautiful vista. And I just remember my son saying, you know, man, I could look at this forever. If I mm. lived here, right. I, you couldn't get me off my front porch. Right. And I thought, wow, isn't that cool? And just those moments, like you just want to bask in those moments. And, and I think it was the then that it hit me that, wow. If we aren't in our moment, if we aren't living life to just be, mm-hmm. we can miss stuff, sure. you know, and, right. and it wasn't about taking great photos and, and, and that was cool. You know, I did take some photos, but I also just kind of sat there and just kind of took it in. And, you know, even to this day, mm-hmm. I mean, I can visualize that scene because I was there. Yeah. I was in the moment. Yeah. So when I go back, if I want to visualize something, if I'm meditating and, and I want to visualize a scene that's yeah, really right. serene. I got it. You know, our minds are remarkable to be able to to remember those kinds of things. So cool. Yeah. Well, Hey, look, it's, it's the, it's the middle of August while we're chatting. It's two, almost three weeks on since you back to work. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What's, what's the, over the last couple of weeks, what's the reflections on, on, on July 2023 and the learnings, what you might share with, with, with your viewers and your audience about why they should potentially, yeah. think about putting this in there in In their calendar (laughs) yeah 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 i think first and foremost i think there's so much value in just getting away i was actually talking with cindy my wife um about this last night that um i think too often americans especially have this idea of hustle and grind and, and and i think that she even said she saw something on the news recently that was talking about americans don't take their vacation because they're fearful they're fearful right. that their job won't be there or whatever and i thought you know man that's a sad state that that we live in so i think the first thing i would say is it's worth it right. even okay so not everybody can take a month off i get that right yeah that's cool but can you take two weeks off? I mean, I, I, I think, can you? Yes, you can. Will you sure. is the other thing. So even, I, I, even in corporate America, you can yeah, take two weeks off, right? Absolutely. And I would say that if you're not taking your vacation, first of all, you're missing out. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's time away that allows you to be more creative. It allows you to almost reset and um, just be able to actually enjoy life. And so... As I've gotten back to to work and, and kind of into you know the flow of business, um, I specifically have put some new parameters and rules around my calendar, um, like how much time gets in between like my coaching clients, yeah, right. how much reflection time after an, an inner circle group, so that I can capture 
what was said, what I'm thinking, um, what, what significant, um, items came up in that particular group. And, um, so it, it, it's also been time. I put time in my calendar based on the vision that I've had and, and journaled about. I put time in my calendar to, to be creative. I've got blocks of time right. where I can write, where I can blog, yeah. where I can think about these podcasts and think about what will add value to our listeners and the audience and perhaps the emerging leaders that are watching or, or even our executive leaders who, who are watching. Um, you know, I think that that's really important. So, so you, you asked about kind of what, what's, what's happened since I've come back. Um, I've really been very methodical about my calendar right? and I've really been methodical too about, um, just making sure that I have space. That's kind of was my word for the year, space, spaciousness. I didn't next actually know why, but I felt like that just was the word that I needed to kind of live into. And so I'm adding a little bit more space into my calendar and saying no to a heck of a lot more. It's clearly an iconic word for you, bearing in mind we are talking about in the growth space, right? Exactly. Now, space is clearly <laughs> yeah. a significant word in your life, I yeah. would say. Yeah. question came to me when you were talking about, look, surely anybody can take two weeks off. Yeah. And my mind sort of fast forward in terms of, well, why don't they? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's many reasons why they don't. Mm -hmm. The question that came to me was, was how do you think your your coaching clients will benefit? Mm. How do you think your elite inner circle will benefit? Um, yeah. All of the emerging leaders that you work with, how do you think they might benefit um, from from David, you know, taking, you know, 30 days out of his business? Yeah, I, I think I think they would benefit by seeing that it can be done. Right. And I think that there's oftentimes I like to do things and, and prove that it can be done. Right. You know, okay. I think there's something in me that is like, right. you know, if there's a challenge, I'm going to figure out a way to do it. So I think that if I'm thinking about, you know, your question about how, how will they benefit? Well, I, I think they'll benefit to see that it can be done. It, you know, there are, your, your circumstances, if you're watching this and listening, your circumstances might be different than mine, but you can still take time off and you can still be very intentional with your life. Mm. And, and so I think they'll benefit by knowing that there's a way that's different perhaps than they're living their lives and their businesses today. But I think the second thing, and maybe this is maybe even more important, <clears throat> is that I think by having me refreshed as a coach, right. as a leader of our, our elite inner circle where we have, you know, executives from some pretty significant companies mm. leading a, a significant companies, they've got me that's recharged. Right. They've got me within a different mental space. They've got me helping them to navigate those challenges in a way that's fresh and maybe with a new perspective yeah. that I wouldn't have had had I not taken that that time off, so what's, what's the difference between David from a, from an energy perspective yeah. from I don't know twenty ninth thirtieth of June to yeah. um, the person that came back on the first of August? Oh man, I I I feel like I have I have more energy, but I'm focusing that energy. Right. Um. I I, I took a lot of time. That was the other thing I did is I really took a lot of time to rest. Um. 
I, you know, I normally am a pretty early riser, like yeah. really early. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't force myself to do that. And so I allowed myself the rest, uh, typically went to bed at the same time and, yeah, right. but just got up a little bit later. Right. Um, and I, I think, so the di- you asked the difference between, you know, then and now me. And I think that's one of the things that I'm just, I think I'm refreshed, I'm recharged. And I think I have a new, um, focus and mm. a new a, a new focus on my purpose for my life right. and and that includes the people that I help in our inner circles in the in the emerging leader inner circle for example and you know I, I have some new ideas on how to reimagine that particular program so right. you know coming into 2024 this is one of the things that you and I have been talking about right. how do we how do we like morph that program and, and our other, like our elite inner circle program, mm. how do we, how do we create more value and, and help other leaders see the value in being around other, other leaders. And so I think that's one of the other differences too, I, because I'm, I'm, I'm recharged yeah. and I'm, I'm focused. It's that's, that's the, that's the difference I think in me. What evidence, if any, is there from your family? I mean, I know two of your boys still live at home. Obviously, Cindy, yeah. Uh, ha- yeah. have, have they noticed? Did did they notice a an almost a tired and exhausted David in in June versus a hmm. a, a refreshed, um, you know, dad and and husband now? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Right. Uh, I've not asked them that, right. but um, I. I <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not right. sure how I know how to answer that question. However, I will say that probably um, Cindy might be noticing some differences just in how I'm structuring my day, right. how I'm um, approaching, um, you know, <laughs> even driving. You know, I, I think just being able to be a little bit more calm behind the right. wheel. Right. That's the other thing. I mean, right. here in the United States, you know, I think our, our drivers just drive like nuts, man. When I, when we were in Portu- Portugal, oh my gosh, you know, it was a wholly, a whole different, you know, way of life. And so I don't know if that answers your question, yeah, or not, right. but I, I don't know if they've noticed or not, but right. um, okay. if they're watching, maybe they can, maybe they can comment in on the YouTube channel and see. Yeah. Certainly has one of them's editing it for you. Right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you used the words 2024. Yeah. Um, which is clearly still a few months away, but right. what will be the difference in um, for David and impact leadership and yeah. and viewers and listeners to in the growth space? What what might twenty twenty four bring? Yeah, as a result of what you've gone and done. Yeah, so I think um, fewer fewer programs, so to speak, right? Um, but more intentionality. Um, and what I mean by that is. Um, we're going to we're going to really focus in on helping emerging leaders to grow, and and the only way that we can do that is to have their leaders recognize that when their people are growing, that their company is going to grow, and 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 I think that just by virtue of of us focusing on that spectrum of leaders to be able to help them to know how to handle the human element of their businesses, I think that's going to be the difference in 2024 because we're going to come alongside right. organizations mm-hmm. that, that are, are looking to solve that problem. There's, you know, there's, 
it, it's it's no secret. There's there's high turnover. Mm-hmm. It's a different job market. Yeah. You know, in 2024, you know, I, we don't know what it's going to be like. But right now, um, you know, there, there's not a lot of. Um, uh, n- let me rephrase this. Um, job seekers can find just about any job that they want. You know, in yeah, the in the right. labor market, let's just, right. just you know. Yeah. I know there's some there's some nuances that are changing, but what's going to hold a a a a worker, uh, an employee, um, to an an organization? Well, it's going to be when that organization realizes and and pours into them that realizes their value and pours into them and helps them to grow and achieve everything that they want. Right so that the company then can achieve and, and grow and, and achieve everything that they want. And so I think that when leaders are able to recognize that, um, they'll, they'll be more inclined to see the value in investing in their people from a coaching perspective, from a, a peer group, a mastermind or emerging leader inner circle yeah. type of a, a program. So I think you asked the question of, you know, what is 2024 going to be like? Well, mm. it's going to be, very focused on being able to come alongside organizations that that value and align with mm. what we see as a really really important aspect of 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 business in in 2024 right. and beyond right yeah cool so, yeah you mentioned emerging leaders yeah. i know you're also passionate about you know elite level leaders c-suite leaders entrepreneurs yeah. solopreneurs um business leaders yeah. Did any of your sabbatical thinking take you into a space of of what their biggest challenges might be and how David and Impact Leadership might be able to solve them in the future? Solve those particular challenges? Yeah, yeah. You did, actually. Um, one of the things that that surfaced for me as I was thinking about the 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 people that we serve, the companies that we serve, is... One of the things that is happening right now is there are a lot of uh, leaders who are in that baby boomer generation that are beginning to want to, you know, you know, move into that next season of their life. Yeah, right. And they are not feeling super comfortable about the people that that they have in their organization. So from that senior business leader, that founder, for example. Yeah. Um, one of the aspects is succession planning and, and who's going to take over when they leave, when they move into that next chapter of their life. Right. So that's one thing that right. kind of yeah. surfaced. Uh, another thing that actually surf- surfaced was, and I talked about succession planning, yeah. but not just the senior leader. I mean, succession planning is really important for you know any leader within an organization. It doesn't have to be somebody in the C-suite. I mean, let's if if you've got let's say for example a a director of of project management let's say, they need to be thinking about who's going to succeed them yeah. when either they move on to another opportunity, right. or they um, you know they they move up and yeah. they they get promoted. Right. Who's going to take over for them? And so if they're not building the strengths within their team and within individuals and identifying, um, there's, there's a real gap there. And so that's one of the things that we're focused on, um, with the, with the inner circles. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So will there be a 2024 sabbatical? 
Yeah, it's in my calendar. Right. Yep, it's in my calendar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited. I, I, when, I in, when in the calendar? It's in July. Okay. Yeah, 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 July again. I love the I month of July. I just to get it on tape. Yeah, it's, yeah, right. We're recording it here. Yeah. Yeah, it is uh, in July for 2024. Right. So I'm excited about that, right. uh, to, to do it again. And, um, you know, and I'm also really grateful for, you know, people like you and, and, and people like Kimberly who stepped in and helped out. And, yeah. um, and, and, and it really helped me to be able to look at my business maybe in a little bit different way too, where I can rely on people who, uh, are in my life and yeah. who I've collaborated with because that's another real big learning is that we don't have to do it ourselves. Matter of fact, we can't do it yeah. ourselves. And I think that that's the thing that, because I grew up in an era when that was the prevailing thought right. that um, I've, I've fallen into that trap on occasion. And right. we, you know, we were even talking about this, that this yeah. week and yeah. there's the value of having others and other perspectives around us is so valuable. And so, um, so yeah. And, and just, you know, being able to take some time off to be able to reflect and be intentional, man, so important. Would it be fair to say you couldn't have taken the sabbatical? Yeah. Without being surrounded by the right type of people. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, there's, I mean, yeah, I would have had to, I would have had to, it, it would have impacted my clients. Right. And I, I wouldn't have been able to ha have them, you know, serviced and, and, and taken care of. So, yeah. So. How was, if it's okay to ask another question. Yeah, sure, how, sure. How was, how was collaborate, how was collaborating and surrounding yourself with the right type of people supported David and, and impact leadership over the last mm. three or four or five years. Yeah. And wh where have you found those people? Yeah, gosh, that's a great question. Um, so how has it impacted me? Um, it has changed my thinking and expanded my thinking in ways that, because I, there, I, I didn't know what I didn't know, <laughs> right. you know? And right. when I when I have other people asking me questions, it 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 opens my mind up to oh wow I hadn't thought about that or giving me perspectives that hey have you thought about this um, I, I I I can't get that on my own right so that's that's the first thing that's the biggest impact I think yeah, it's yeah. had yeah and then uh, what and was then the like, second where point? do you find those people yeah then? where do you you're, you yeah. know to a degree you're a solopreneur you and I right. collaborate together on some things but yeah yeah. There's not a team of five or 10 or 15 right. people right. You know, working for David, is it? Right. So when did you find those people? Yeah. So I was really intentional. Um, right. So throughout um, probably the last 10 years of my life, I've been very intentional about getting in spaces where there were other people who valued the same thing that I value. Right. You know, family, right. you know, life, right. um, the growth mindset. Yeah. Um, and so I got into those rooms. I, right. I invested in myself. Right. I, I you know, you, you said earlier that, you know, the date book or the checkbook. Check yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I spent a significant amount of money right. to be able to be in those rooms and to be around other mentors right. um, to to help me um, be able to build relationships with those people. So, you know, starting right. with the John Maxwell team yeah. and right. then, you know, the empowered living community yeah. being around Paul Martinelli yeah. and, you know, the exchange community. So I'm right. a part of the exchange uh, community and, um, that's a, an amazing, uh, group of people who, who really believe that the, the, that we can, we can facilitate and unlock the collective wisdom and the collective intelligence of groups. Right. So, I was very intentional about being around people like that and, 
and 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 being very intentional about investing in myself cool right yeah yeah important message yeah really important message yeah. yeah for sure for sure i got i got one more question yep yep what's what's the sabbatical question that i haven't asked that i should have asked <laughs> oh yeah 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 uh, what have i missed in terms of missed? in terms of sharing yeah. your sabbatical experience with with all the people that, that watch on your youtube channel and yeah. tune into your podcast normally yeah i'm trying to think what haven't you what haven't you asked me um gosh i don't know i, I think i think you've covered a lot um i think you know, one of the, I, I, I guess the only other thing was my overarching, like my overarching um, goal for the, the sabbatical. Um, as I think about it, that was one of my questions. My, one of the questions that I asked myself is really what, what do I want the next season of my life and the next season of impact leadership right. to look like? Yeah. And, um, you know, going back to my, my, my word, it's, it's space, mm -hmm. you know, and I wanted to be able to have space, but impact. It's re really the reason why I named my company impact leadership, because I wanted to have an impact on people and I wanted to have an impact on organizations, but n not necessarily just, you know, in silos. I want to be able to, you know, we're, we're whole people. And so I wanted to be able to have that impact. And so my goal was, what is the what does the, the next season look like? And so the next season looks like being very intentional, mm -hmm. um, saying no to a heck of a lot of things and, and yes to the things that really um, align with right. our purpose. Right. So, yeah, so I think that's, I think that's what I can think of. What's, what's the importance of saying no? Because that's, yeah. that's difficult as a solopreneur or entrepreneur, right? When yeah. someone offers you a a financial opportunity right right what's the important what, what's the importance what's the what have you gained from saying no to that significant yeah. opportunity a few weeks ago yeah it so what I've gained is not only just the the freedom to say yes to the right things but knowing that I said no to something that really truly wasn't aligned with my strengths and my purpose, purpose. yeah right. yeah right. yeah yeah. Well, thank you, man. Thanks. Yeah, That's thank yeah. I, now I, now I know what it feels like to be on the other side of the table. I'm not usually the one being asked the questions, but thank you, man. Thanks for being here. And thanks for allowing me to, or, you know, being able to extract from me. some just some of the lessons that I've learned from the sabbatical and, and thank you for watching and thank you for listening. Um, you're going to see some different things like this, uh, here on in the growth space. Um, we probably will come back to the studio. I don't know. Next time you get over here, it won't we, be far away. Yeah. We're here for summit in November. That's right. So That's right. Maybe we should be intentional about yeah, being exactly. back here. Yeah, um, exactly. Matter of fact, why don't I? I'm glad you said that. So just so that you know, um, we are going to have an inner circle summit. Um, I probably won't announce the date at the moment because <laughs> we don't have it locked in. And I know from our collaboration, we, I better not do that. But we are going to have we are going to have a, a an inner circle summit. Most likely, it's going to be the last week in November, um, and it's probably going to be towards the end of that week. So, you know, just you might want to pencil it in and put a little hold on your on your calendar uh, if you want to be able to come to to Pittsburgh and, and, and have one of those kinds of events where you'll be surrounded with like minded people that that really want to grow and really want to learn. But um, more than anything else, we hope this has added value to you and really hope that um, you will 
like and and comment and share um, this podcast because we want to reach more leaders. We mm. we recognize that it's it's really all about people and and people growing will not only give a much more fulfilled life, but they'll also be able to provide value to organizations and the people that they serve and help that organization grow. So that's really what all uh, the in the growth space is all about. So, hey, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in again. Um, until next time, uh, be well and stay in that growth space.